This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Episode 11. Here we go. So... The impeachment's pretty much a wrap. Oh, yeah. It's over. Done. Didn't happen. Well, it depends whose eyes you're talking to. Wasted all that time and money. A lot of money. Okay. A lot of money. Yeah, you, you want to go down. Now, Now this is really going down the rabbit hole with Oh, me, right? you know. I have so it's many theories on it. What, what, is, what is your take on this, the, the last, let's call it, two months of nonsense well you have to go back to the very beginning when he announced he was going to run everyone lost their shit he committed to the republican party he did his thing he uh has done pretty much everything he said he was going to do we got to give him credit sure our economy is smashing right now um, but when he was elected, all, uh, I mean, so like Joe Rogan talks about like the woke time is happening. Everyone's getting woke. Right. We have all these crazy, like hard left, even hard right people coming out of the woodwork, but it's like, it's just insane. So anyways, he's done everything he said he's going to do, but I think he's the approach. Well, I mean, besides his mouth and the craziness of him, he's doing something to the swamp, maybe making them lose money, something that has a a profound effect on them to where they are freaking the fuck out. So, like, well, we have to get him out. He's going to run again. We have to get him out. Right. He's affecting the Democratic Party some way, somehow, majorly, something we're not seeing behind the scenes. Okay. My opinion. So I, I'm going to take it a step farther and, and kind of narrow the scope uh, uh, as well. And I'm not a political expert by any means. Right. right. So and, I'm just and, Joe and Blow nor am I. I'm just, right. We're, yeah. I'm just fucking white Mike. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, so uh, he, here's my theory on it for, for what it's worth. He's not only disrupting the Democratic Party, he's disrupting the political establishment as a whole. What I have liked to hear some from some witnesses absolutely is is trump a little full of shit probably you just said something really interesting though disrupting disrupting so like in business right so i've been paying attention and especially where i work i'm really interested in business now like the business aspect of everything and all the books i've been reading uh especially bob Iger, his book Mm -hmm. Dis, you need disruption in your business if you want to be innovative and change. Correct. And and we we've had arguably the the, the same people in power for you know multiple decades. Right. Right. Lifetime the, the, li- lifetime members in in Congress. That that that's their job. And no one wants disruption. Correct. But that's the only way to correct a course. Sure. Everybody gets complacent in their ways, and 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 same goes with you know. It, it, we want to talk about the 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 power of Congress. They're 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 humans like we are. 
Um, you know, you, sometimes you, you make people out to be larger than life, and they're not. They're, they're frustrated. They're working on angles themselves. They want the best for their families. It all really comes down to self-preservation, no matter what you do in life, right? How can I succeed? Yeah, you want to help some people along the way, but it really, when it comes down to it, it's, it's a survival, right? So in my theory, here's, here's why. Now, you know, all the people are saying, well, you know, the House of Representatives didn't make their case. Uh, they should have called those witnesses, uh, I would have liked to hear those witnesses. And, and I don't believe we got to hear those witnesses because of how the can of worms that would have opened up just in the, the field of politics alone. And what I mean by that is if you want to talk about Hunter Biden and Burisma and you want to get Joe Biden in to talk about the, the, thing, the, the comment he made on air about the Itna prosecutor fired, you also have to delve into the skeletons in the closet of the Republican Party. And, and what I mean by that is who in the establishment also has family members working overseas and making money. It's, I, I hate to say it, but that's the game that's played in, in politics. How many politicians do you know that aren't in the top 10% of pay? It doesn't happen. Why? Because you when you get elected, you, you, you get afforded that, that little bit of, of power. And with that being said, you have to, for lack of a, a better term, you know, you, you have people approaching you and, and make deals that are, are too, too good to pass up. And in, in their grand scheme of things, okay, my, it, I can't do it. I can't go sit on a board for a Burisma, but they want to offer my son this position. Why the fuck wouldn't I do that? Right. It just I just think it, if they would allow the witnesses, it, it would have opened up a, a can of worms that would have would basically have, have forced the political party to to its knees. Sure. It, and they couldn't allow that. But it's just mind blowing that they still would go as far as they did, knowing they could they weren't going to go any further. Sure. It's political. They wasted the- all that time. Yeah, it's political theater. Millions right? and millions of dollars. For, and do we got what? fucking we've got in America every city we have so many homeless people. We have so many elementary schools that close. We have so many fucking problems in our own country and this is all they care about. Right. Because, because they give you the illusion of a problem. Yeah. Here sheep, here sheep come this way and eat. This is what you need to be focused on. Don't worry about what's really going on. Don't worry about and I'm going to go crazy conspiracy theory of the coronavirus outbreak what that what's not in the news and what i haven't vetted this and i don't have the ability to vet this is that the you know uh, there was so when we're talking about the coronavirus you know some of the things that i've read that that hasn't hit the media well because they were all paying attention to uh, the impeachment and whether he's going to have the the asterisks by his name you know that uh there were either chemists or biologists taken into custody that live uh, that that worked in what what's the city in china where where they're oh uh, start with a w yeah uh, i don't want to say huawei because that that's a, a tech company but where, wherever it's at uh they were caught uh there, there was a, a a plan where they were paid they were working for a, a college a research 
uh, Institute out here, and they were taking biological samples back to that town. Really? Yes. Yeah, I haven't read up on any of that. So, so having said that, they, they were captured. So, And this has been going on for is, years. Is this where they were unloading that plane? What's that? Is that where on the news they were unloading that plane? Did you see that? They made it. Were those those scientists? You probably didn't see it. No, I didn't see that. But, but, you know, it goes into that conspiracy theory. The coronavirus is the flu. It's the Kung flu, right? Um, But why is this such a big deal? What, What are we missing? What aren't they telling us? Right? How many people die of the flu? You know, comparatively to, to this, this outbreak, you know, hundreds of thousands of people die annually from the, the flu itself and influenza A or whatever yeah. it be, whatever it is. But, but why is this a, you know, we're, we're stopping plane travel, we're restricting flights, we're emp- emptying embassies. So you're saying they we're, know something we don't know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. And the, the they one shut thing down I, a whole city. Yeah. They're I mean, holding people. If you come here and you're showing signs, you go under 14-day quarantine. So the, the most tragic outbreak wasn't the uh, bubonic plague. It was the Spanish flu right. in 1918. Spanish influenza, yep. Right, so they're saying this could possibly be worse than that. Right, and that's wild. In, yeah. in this day and age, yeah. that, and I, I think that what so it flu is. flu shot isn't going to do shit for this. No, but why? Because it's been genetically altered by those that are in power. Do you think the Chinese government was trying to kill their own people? Thin their herd, potentially. I mean, they're notorious for, you know, uh, killing the women, right? It's unbelievable. Killing killin', uh, population female control. Baby. Yeah, pop. Uh, yeah. And I, I would argue, once again, going really deep into the conspiracy theory that you know that there is going to be a thinning of the herd worldwide and, this, and what's crazy is like the, in the, the united start. in the united states this is the slowest period ever for population growth sure why do you think that is in the united states that's because we we work cost of living not, not even cost of living families are starting later uh the amount of uh debt to income ratios are uh you know are are building and people are working later uh, before they're they're having a family, which is really it's kind of almost hard to believe because you see like where we live the the boom in in housing. Yeah, you see the boom in housing, but it, think just back a, a generation to you know my, my parents, you know had eight brothers and sisters. Uh, yeah, my, piece, you know, and too. and I had two kids and said, all right, I'm cool. Yeah, right. Boy and why girl. I can't I can't afford? We we've put an emphasis in. In American society, in, in once again, in, in my humble opinion, on gauging our success not by family but by our material possessions and the money we have. Oh, I totally agree. And with that, what costs the most money of anything I have? Fucking Nono the Wizard and and Lila. They, ex- I, I'd be in Florida every weekend if I didn't have to pay you for think? them. But hell yeah, I would. Man, I see. I don't know if I agree with that. What's that? You don't think they cost a shit ton of money? No, I don't. Hmm. So let's start from birth. Maybe, and I'm blessed, okay? I have probably some of the best health insurance you can get in this country. You're one of the few. I'm a United Steel worker, right? One of the few. So it's also free. It's a part of our contract. So it doesn't cost me anything, right? So when we had each child it didn't really cost anything 
Okay. Okay. So there's one expense. A couple hundred bucks bills, right? And then they're like, oh, it costs so much money to feed them. Well, kind of. Well, comparatively, Not really. though. I, I, Diapers? I, nah, well, I mean. I, I'm, I guess I'm thinking along the lines of if I had, let's say, six kids. That's a different ballgame. That's a, that's a different ballgame, right? Yep. What's it cost for... For you and, and Meg to go out and eat. Well, that's, we don't go out to eat, but but every once in a while, if that's you, a bill, right? For now, sure. now add two more. A hundo, that's easily depending where you, where yeah. you go, right? No, so then if we had two more for us, it's definitely a hundo, well, right? Well, it depends. Well, it depends where you a go. nice dinner, right? right. Like you don't go out to the house right. of Kobe, right? Now, now add add four more to yeah, that. No. You see how it builds up, and I I really think that. Besides that, that like my and, mom and, grew up on bologna sandwiches and right. shit. You know, I think we just value things yeah. differently. And I'm not saying that I I don't love my kids. I'm, I'll never say that. Yeah. I, you know, they're the the best thing that that's happened to me in my life, and I would sure. trade them in most days. Um, although, if there's anybody at Scapel Cadillac around here that would like to give me an Escalade for for Nolan, uh, I'm willing to trade. <laughs> just just saying that. Um, but or if uh, Mr. Musk wants to, you know, get, we can send Nolan to space, and I will take a Cybertruck in exchange. We can do that as well. That sounds fun. Sounds fun. Going to space. All right, Mr. Musk, I, I got uh, a 13 year old that that wants to go to space. So just re- remember us kindly. Um, but I really do think it is a. So so what's your what's your definition of success? I guess here's the problem. That's a very, that's a very loaded question, right? By personally, what, what, not so much. Yeah, as you what look scale at other are we going by, though? Yeah, personally, because I mean, there's a lot of self reflection that has to go so into that. So much. I, I find I, myself I, reflecting every day. Right. What can I do better? Right. And you know, I I don't have a mentality where I can remain stagnant. So, so I, I know what you're saying. I don't think in my in my eyes I will never be successful enough. And so for me, I call that fulfillment, right? I'm never fulfilled. Like, I'm never satisfied. It's never enough. Right. Like, I feel like I can do better or attain a different level of success. Sure. Even though, like, I love my job, I love what I do, I feel like there's something else for me. Right. I don't know what it is. Or I say I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. Right, you know, I and and, and I guess it, it it's a matter of of perspective, right? Yeah, and it's crazy because by any gauge, I, I'm a successful person. Yeah, by any gauge, and you're a successful person, but that that hunger inside me and that drive and that 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 motivation I have to. There, there, there needs to be something else. I haven't arrived yet. I don't think I'll ever f- have that feeling. So maybe I'm poor because I, I will never ob- obtain sure. peace. You know, no matter how much money I make. What about happiness? I'm a relatively happy person. Uh, and then how do you define happiness? It's, it's so deep, right? Right. A man needs, what, four things? I, I don't know that. Got, you need a roof over your head. Okay. You need food. Okay. Clothes on your back. Mm-hmm. And dead ass, right? And dead ass. That's supposed to be man's happiness. Hmm. 
I'm just not, that, that, I didn't define that, but <laughs> no, that, that, that sounds like it came from the Bible, right? <laughs> is, is that 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 was the the, the teachings oh, that's of old, Jesus? That's old, that's old mill talk, right there, right? So, uh, I, I guess my, my definition of uh, that's not my definition of happiness, I'm, right? No. And you know, I I don't I can't answer that. I can't answer what my definition of happiness would be. I can tell you, you know, my definition for happiness. You know, for my my children, I can tell you what what that would be. Well, okay, so right there, one part of my happiness is if they're not happy, I'm not happy. Right. So my goal always, it's amazing. Like when you everything changes when you have a, a child, right? But I, not everyone will understand that because not everybody's meant to be a parent. Right. That's the absolute truth. You see a really awesome parent, and then you see someone that should never have a, a child. Right. Shouldn't even have a pet. Right. So for me, my whole world changed for the, just like you, mm-hmm. for the best when you, had, you held your child for the first time. Mm-hmm. So from that minute, I knew that I wanted my child to have everything I never had right. and to have a better life. And even though I'm not saying my life wasn't great, I wanted it to be even better for them. That was my, like, my life's goal right and and even to this day but at what point do you feel do you allow that to gauge your do you allow that gauge your happiness or your success um you know i i would i would argue that with with raising nolan and lila they get pretty much whatever they want but am and but i always struggle with the am i in raising an entitled so there's a fine line. I know kids exactly what you're saying. Where you know I go to the. Is it too much? I go to the store with Nolan, and end up where do we where did we go last? We ended up at the van store. We ended up at Zoomies and just things he didn't need because they didn't fit. But did he ask you? No, you did it because you wanted to. Yeah, because I wanted to, and because you can. Right. I don't think that's bad. Right. It's different when you're you, when your kid is not succeeding in school or is always getting in trouble Mm -hmm. and then it's like dad can i have this can i have that and then a parent gives in and provides those things i I see as a reward or something that they didn't you know what i mean but if if we're able to do things for our children and they like in my house it's when you go to school or i tell my son even my daughter, do me one favor today. No matter what you do, do it the best that you can. Give right. it all you have. Do it the best that you can. That's all I can ask from you today. But isn't that ironic, though, that they're, they're, we try to instill that into our children, but there's days where we go into work and our best just isn't enough? And, and we're, you know, it goes back to that hunger. It goes back to that, what can I be doing better? Is there enough time in the day? There's not enough time in There's the day. There's not enough time in the day. For right. Um, and having said that, it, you know, at what point are we just, are we lying to our kids? And, and that's what, do, well, you know. Well, I mean, you can still do your best. I mean, but, will uh, you, but do you tell them, hey, but, but you might fucking suck today? I, I don't say it like that. Right. But, but, but that's the reality of but it. But the though, reality right? is, is I tell them, you know, you're not going to get everything you want in life. Things aren't going to turn out the way you want. You know, don't be surprised. 
I I try to to live by the the, the adage play the play the card you were dealt like it's the hand you wanted. So and and, and you know with that meaning to me it means a lot. You know I, I've had some things that kind of oh shit now what am I going to do? Yeah, I mean and you know and you have to be able to take it, analyze it, and say all right part this of isn't the worst thing that could happen in the world. Why? Yeah. Because I'm alive. That's right. And it's not even about you know, do I have a roof over my, my head or, or clothes on my back? I'm alive. And sometimes there are days where that's, that's the best I can ask for. Yeah. I, hey, I'm alive. Sometimes, Everything else. Like for me, I could be on a roll and then it could rain for days. Right. And what I mean by rain is just shit snowballs. Right. One bad thing after another. Right. But, but someone told me one time, good good friend of mine, I was pretty cool, just a little thing. He said, you know. No matter how dark it is outside or how rainy and stormy it is, above those gray and black clouds, there's always a blue sky. Yep. Always. That's true. That's true. So I always carry that with me. Right. And, and you have to. Have to. You know, the, there are days where I, you know, I don't want to get out of bed. You know, there's days where I don't want to adult. I just want sure. I want to build a, a fort of blankets and just hang out and watch netflix all day right but i, well, I, I get back get up to and you know telling my kids you know just i ask that you do your best every day mm-hmm. um some days work out great some days don't but as long as you know you gave it your best right it's all you can all you can do I mean, and then you know in my adult life you know you, you get you, you go through things and you find faith maybe you never had faith maybe you don't have any faith in that sense i don't know but I, I find it depends that what your definition things of faith happen is. for a reason. I feel, and okay. you know, I, th- I just think if you are truly the best that you can be every day, and you recognize your mistakes, and you admit your mistakes, and you say, "Hey, I got to do better next time," mm-hmm. you're apologetic for your mistakes. You're transparent and truthful. And, you know, I just think that everything works out in the end. That's easy to say from a middle class white guy. Let's talk about that, right? I wasn't born a middle class white guy, right? But you are, and then uh, this this is where your 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 mental faculties are right now, at this moment, right? Hey, you know, I I just have to do better. There's mistakes. Would you say that the the person that's living under lower Wacker Drive is well, of that same mentality? How did that person get there? Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's a root cause. You weren't analysis. born under a fucking bridge. Who knows? Uh, you know, and I, I, we're going to stay away from the mental health issues and yeah. shit like that. I'm just, I'm just speaking in generalities yeah. here, right? Hey, I have mental health, had mental health issues, so I, I don't even... Right, but... You know, we, can, hey, we can overcome those and we can find help. Not everybody. Not everybody, saying, though. Right? I'm just saying... So, I'm just saying, though, the, the, this, the same... Uh, there's a guy under Wacker Drive that, that's living under... Or living on the street... Mm-hmm. How does his mentality switch to okay? I can do better. Where, where does where, does he have to find that first step, that stepping stone? Well, always. And then, but I mean, that's a that's a really deep subject because I. How did that person get there? Right. What decisions did that person make? Mm-hmm. I'm sure there have been millionaires. Well, and, and the only reason I'm sorry, but there I'm sure there have been millionaires that became a drug addict or did something. Ruined their entire life and ended sure. up under a bridge somewhere. Sure. But I, I guess w- what I'm getting at with it, is, as you brought it up, was that you have faith. 
Yeah. And you have faith that everything's as it's supposed to be. You know, it, it, you're going to end up where you're going to end up. So it, by, by that perspective... So there's trials, it's and, not, it's there's trials and tribulations in life, right? So, so in theory, I could stop doing anything, and I could still potentially so be successful. Another, another thing I go, another saying I go by is, and this is funny, okay, because when I was young, like, I had no concept of faith. Even though my mom grew up Catholic and went to parochial school all the way up to high school, and they were strict, right? The nuns cracking them on the knuckles, all that stuff. My parents, I never went to church. Never, right? But... If he leads you to it, he will lead you through it. If you have faith, right? It's something to think about. You have to. If he leads you to it, he will lead you through it. And you're, you're, you're talking about God. God. Yep. Hmm. So not, your, not your network of friends. They won't lead you through it. Well, hey, or are man. you going to argue that they were put into your life to help you through friends? some tough times? Friends? Yeah. Um. So, so here, here's where I'm getting at. I don't so, depend on anybody. God forbid you lost your job tomorrow. Yep. You have contacts. Well, not even, but you would probably land pretty well. Get a shot somewhere else to build yourself back up. Well, I certainly wouldn't give up. Mm-hmm. I would find a way. I've done it ever right. since I was 16 right. years old. So you have a hustle. You have a drive in you. Man, I'll tell you right now, growing up, there was a time in my life where all I was fed was ramen noodles. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know what it's like to be poor. I know what it's like to live off food stamps. Sure. I've been there. Yeah, it was a short period of time, but I know what it's like to have nothing. Right. And you never want to go back there. And I never want to go back. Never there. want that for your kids. Never. Did that make you stronger? Absolutely. And I, I got to see how strong of a person my mom was. So are you doing a disservice to your children? I'm not saying you're doing a disservice. I think about it all put, the time. I, I think about stamps, it all the fucking time. And that's a co-parenting thing as well. Um, Because my wife, she was never, they were never poor or anything. They, you know, they had a great, they have a great family, Mm -hmm. but I still think she wants to give the kids everything she never had. Do I think it's too much? Fuck yes. I, I do. I think it's like, I want to clear out my house and I want to give it away. Mm Mm-hmm. I do. But is that for you or for the kids? What's that? That satisfaction of giving it away. Is that to fill a void where you almost feel like you, you have too much? and you? Oh, want we, to- we, I have too much. Mm-hmm. They have too much. They, right. Do they realize it? No. No, not at all. And to Nolan's honest, got a healthy, uh, Nolan on the Wizard's got a very healthy Pepsi can collection in his room, uh, which I'm going to be talking to him about after this uh, podcast. I cleaned it up. Yeah, but I don't have a fucking Pepsi in the refrigerator, and I was pissed off last night because <laughs> that was the last pantry. one. Yeah, the pantry. Then they're warm. But so we'll talk about that later. To uh, to get to get back to that though, for real, like I, it's time for community service. I think like it's time for them to experience. They 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 need uh, an eye opener. They need. Shouldn't they have to come to that realization themselves? I don't want it to be too thing, late. I, I don't like the fact that I don't like watching Fox News. Or, and I'll, I'll watch the, the, the news channel, yeah. but I won't watch like the, the local news because everything on there is this person was shot, this happened, yeah. there's a protest here. I, I want to shade them from that, the reality of lives. And, you know, obviously my... my pre- 
previous career. You know, that's all I saw day in and day out was the worst times in people's lives. The only time someone calls for a, a, a cop is when they're, they're at a, a low point in their life. I've seen enough human just insensitivity and just human struggle to last more than yeah. three lifetimes. And the things I've seen, I can't unsee. And I don't want that for them. You know, the point where I, I wake up still, with, you know, uh, with, with night terrors from, from things that I've seen, things that I've been exposed to. And you've seen way more things than I've ever seen, right? Sure. But even just something like 9-11, like I, mm-hmm. that gave me anxiety and shit. Right. But now, just you're imagine about real street shit. Right. And the, the reality of, yeah. of life. So, you know, and I guess that that's, and once again, this isn't a faith-based podcast. No, but it's not. It it really does call into question everything that that really goes on mm-hmm. where we're shaded from in our 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 middle class neighborhood for the but, most part but your that choice is always seconds away sure it is for any of us we could go down that path we could. there's probably been times in my life where i could have made that choice i could tell you a thousand times where mm-hmm. i could have made the wrong choice Right, but how do you, at what point, I guess the, the crux of the, this part of the conversation is, how long do you shade your kids from it? That's what I'm saying. Like right now, I, I think it's time to, for them to see the real world. So what are you going to do? You're going to take them to a, a socioeconomically depressed I, I area? Have, well, and no, but I this mean. This is where you could be. I remember when my, my, my brother was, I, I forget what age he was. He wasn't, he, he was a teenager maybe early early 20s maybe and i was uh doing a search warrant in a uh in a project area and he was on a ride along and we after that we went i brought him into the house once the house was cleared it was all safe and there were cockroaches Mm. everywhere you know seven kids living in squalor and i i said this could be your life yeah you are you need to be grateful for everything mom and dad have have provided for you and given you the opportunity for this not to be your life and i thought it helped i don't know you know i i you don't know what's going on through so somebody's that's like, mind that's one of my biggest fears as a parent because they haven't seen my kids haven't seen that stuff and you made a good point like i'm afraid that for them being so used to this, the life they have you know are they going to have the work ethic are they going to have the drive? Right. How do I ensure they do? It's out of my power once they're 18. But sure. I just want them to be successful. Right. You know, and it, and you have to have a role model for that. And, you know, it wasn't that my my parents took me to bad places and said, look, if it's not you, yeah. you know, if you don't do well, this is going to happen. But it was the day in a day out of watching my dad get up go to work you know coming home so tired he just fall asleep on the recliner i remember you know one of my fondest memories and i don't even know how old i was but my dad would go and he'd turn on the tv and then fall asleep on a recliner and i'd fall asleep uh, on his lap just and i i remember that but i and it, it took me till you know my adulthood to realize wow he he sacrificed a lot body mind you know, to, to provide for me. My, my mom worked and it just, it's these things where you're like, wow, it's, th- that is what they, they helped me without helping me. Yeah. 
for sure. Just just the the the, the observation, and I'm hoping that. You know, with, with with my kids, they see me getting up and, and going to work. They see that, you know, and they fucking I, better because I see you doing it, right? I said, damn, right? They they you know they they're getting in bed by the time I'm coming home most yeah. nights, you know. So they've already went through their whole day, and, and Dad's still at, at work. And I you found the balance, though. Well, and that's the problem. I don't know if I have. So you got to find that balance. Exactly, the work life balance is huge. Yeah. I I try, I but I still think it's it's skewed. And, and and skewed to the point of where I have so much drive that sometimes the family uh, is put on the back burner, and, I, and, and that, that's a hard realization to come yeah. to. Uh, when I do have that free time, you know, I take in it, and I in, in my mind, I I overindulge them. I try to make up for. Sure. I've been gone this past week at a, a training seminar, right, and my initial you know, thought process is, all right, I want to spend time with, with the kids. So let me take them here and let me spend a ridiculous amount of money to show them. I love them. Right. Uh, you know, love through material possessions. I, is it right? No, but that's kind of been my, my go-to, I guess, where in my absence, I want to show you, I love you by let's go shopping. Let's go out to eat. Um, once again, I know that's not right. Uh, where they, they may be, you know, just as thankful just to hang out with. We me. do the best that we can, though. Sure, we always do the best. Sure. that we can. I, I have their best interest in mind, mm-hmm. and you know, some of the the hardest conversations are with with Lila when I'm I'm going away to, and you know, Dad, don't leave. Well, do, do you like the clothes you have? Do you like the so? Sure, Daddy has to go. Yeah. So you, you, it's it's a balance where do I want to leave? No, I want to sleep in my own bed. Absolutely, I want to sleep in my own bed. Is it feasible? Not all the time. So that's the crux. No, no, where are we at uh, time-wise on this one? Uh, we're about 33 minutes right 33 now. 33 minutes. All right, well, uh, I think uh, this was kind of a, a very downtrodden episode. Yeah, I apologize, but, I mean, it's, but it's, no, it's real-life real. shit, it's though, real right? real-life shit. Uh, so I think the next for our episode, kids, just so you know, we do the best that we can. That's all. We always, do. always, and, and and we're gonna keep continue to grind and and hustle hard. And and I thank my parents for instilling the work ethic in me. Yeah, dad, dad, I want to thank you for firing me uh, when I was eighteen years old. Yeah. He fired me. Yeah, yeah, couldn't get wake up. Well, I'll say this. So my dad uh, worked in a steel mill, and then he also like ran apartment complexes on the mm-hmm. side. Did the painting. Did all that kind of shit. Slumlord. Well, he, it wasn't his, but he did all the maintenance, right? <laughs> okay. And then he worked on cars, and he did it. He was my dad was always busy. When, Side my, par- job. when my parents split, my mom went to work hard, and and that's when I when I lived with my mom, and we kind of moved and hit the the, the bottom there mm-hmm. and climbed our way back up, mm-hmm. and uh, they each instilled something different in me. Sure. So I thank him for that. And so you got fired when you were 18. Oh, yeah. I got kicked out when I was 18. Okay. I, I think they kicked me out a couple times. Yeah. And I was, I was kind of an I asshole. Was clean out at my first apartment uh, at 18. So but I, I wouldn't leave. Oh, yeah. I, I just refused I'd, to leave. I didn't have a choice. Yeah. yeah. Doors were locked and shit. Well, and, and, and in some look, cases, the water was off. And, and, and now here we are just uh, having a fucking podcast because we got nothing better it's to do. It's all in the past. It's all in the made past. Us who we are. All right. We'll see you guys on the next episode. All right. Peace.